Trading Nut, episode 117. My big account that I swing trade on, I'm about a 90% trader. Nine out of 10, probably even a little higher than that. Nine out of 10 trades, I'm winning. Um, and I have a very, very intricate way, like a very detailed way that I approach the market when it comes to that. Because even when I lose, I win. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax, learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial trading or investing advice of any kind. What's up traders, welcome to another installment of the Trading Up Podcast. I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today we've got Anthony Williams on the show, aka Anthony's World. Now guys, you're about to hear what is probably one of the best stories I've heard on the Trading Up Podcast and even the 52 Traders Podcast. So if you are ever, ever, ever thinking about giving up on your dream of becoming a trader, then this is the episode to listen to time and time again. So it's a really, really good story. Um, I was on the edge of my seat, and I know you guys will be too. So that's coming up in a second. And after that, we shot a video with Anthony where he breaks down how he trades today. So how he gets into a trade, what he does when it goes wrong, which is really where I think the magic is. And you guys are going to get to see that uh, in action on the YouTube channel. Links under the video uh, here, or there will be links on the YouTube channel. Just go to Trading Night. You'll find it. Um, also, I'm going to stop teasing about the merch and the new logo. I'm going to make it happen this week. I've put my foot down. I'm going to do it. We're going to get a new Trading Nut logo. You'll be seeing it on your podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, you'll be seeing it on the uh, website and other places that are Trading Nut. You'll see the new logo, which means you'll see a merch store as well. So if you want to get a Trading Nut cap or a Trading Nut cup or anything like that, um, we've got those rolling out and that store is just going to grow over time. Now, last but not least, we got the Trader versus Trader final happening this week. It got postponed from last week because of Easter. I completely missed Easter, forgot about it. Uh, we've got it happening this week. If you do want to take part in the next series of Trader versus Trader, then there is a button on the live streams page. Go and check that out on tradingnut.com. Uh, click on challenges in the in the top navigation and then find the button and fill in the form there and I'll be in contact with you if you're going to be selected. Uh, look, if you're doing your back testing in a manual fashion but you want to do it in an automated fashion and you want to semi-automate some of your trading or fully automate your trading, then I am, have still got my Robot Builders Club open but you're going to have to come and message me first before you join, okay? So I've changed the way to join. For the time being, uh, you're going to have to email me, cam at tradingnut.com. We'll have a bit of a chat, and then we'll see if you're right for the program and get you on board for my Robot Builders Club. So guys, um, there's that to think about as well. But for now, let's get on with this great show with uh, Anthony Williams. Whether you're a struggling trader or a profitable trader, our sponsor, City Traders Imperium, are offering you the chance to become a fully backed Forex trader. That's right, get coached and funded with CTI today. All right, folks, here we are. We've got Anthony Williams with us here on the Trading Up podcast. Uh, he's been trading for seven years. He's a Forex trader. We're going to hear his full story today in the show. So, Anthony, welcome to the show all the way from uh, over there in Florida. 
Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. Uh, I know you've, you've been trading Forex. You've been trading uh, a bit of crypto as well. So to start off with, we want to get your full story. Like, how did you get into it? I'll dive into uh, and then sort of your story up to date. And I'll dive in with a few questions along the way. Love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So how did I get started? No, man, I was actually, I was 17, I think. This is like right when I dropped out of high school. Um, right, right after I dropped out of high school, a few years and working a job. And I was just kind of like trying to figure out things, you know. And um, I saw one of my buddies that I went to like middle school with. He was like 18, like two years older, 18, 19. And he bought a Maserati. <laughs> and i was really? like yeah and i was like i was like what the hell are you doing like why how did you buy a maserati and he was like oh I'm, i do this thing called forex trading and you know I, I did the whole like i'm not gonna say skeptic thing but i like started looking into it like immediately and then i realized that he was part of an mlm company and all that other stuff and so yeah, it was just, that's pretty much how I got started in trading. Just saw someone that I knew by Maserati and he said, I got it from Forex. And I was like, that's what I need to do. <laughs> and, and do you think you got it from the Forex or did you get think you got it from like MLM? Oh, no, sales? definitely the MLM side. Uh, okay, right. MLM right, right. side. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay, cool. So that's how you got into it. And so, I mean, how did that journey progress from there? I mean, like usually people stumble along the way. How did it start for you? Man, I, I'm not going to lie. I uh I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I put a hundred dollars in immediately. I didn't even open a demo account. I said I don't need no demo account. And um, I was sitting there one morning in my room, and I remember like I had no idea what I was doing, but I clicked buy, and it like went up, and I made like three cents, and I closed it. And then I realized that I lost four cents because of commission. <laughs> but from that moment, I was hooked. I was like, I remember running out of my door and screaming to my parents, I just made three cents. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. And, uh, but, that, but I really lost money. But, and I just, yeah, that was, it was great. <laughs> I, I miss those days. I miss those days of that good stuff like that. So, so, so how did, how did you, um, I suppose, go from like, you know, making your three cent win and which was actually a loss to to becoming a bit more serious about this when did it turn serious for you well it kind like so it kind of just progressed over time for me and what happened was was I had a really good job uh if you could call it a job I kind of I kind of ran two different businesses and I kind of worked on my own schedule but not really it was like one of those things where you work on your own schedule, but that your own schedule is 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so I kind of did that and then I had enough money saved and I just, I was like, I, like, I got to do this. I was like, this is, this is what I want to do. You know, I, and I started learning about it and I read, I did the whole read through baby pips. Um, I bought, uh, I didn't buy, but I bought in, into IML um oh, you know they had that education oh the education I, the, M oh. the mlm company oh, okay that's, yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah, an yeah, education yeah, company yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I like bought into iml and then there was like all these videos and i would hop on lives with people and then like with christopher terry and all of them this was like back when iml was not what iml is today right. <laughs> this is way way yeah. back you know and i just uh I just kind of like straight up just 
dove head first in. I I left, quit my jobs, everything. That's why this is like three months after learning about trading. Right. Like I just I just quit my job. But but then again, I like I had enough money saved up. Like I had money saved and I quit those jobs and I went full force in. I said, you know what? I gotta go in. I gotta do this, you know, even if it's just for myself. And then I just started with it and I started, I did baby pips for a little bit, but I'm not a reader sounded miserable um and then I did the whole like marketing thing where I just kind of made connections with people and I just started marketing and not I wasn't marketing it but marketing myself to people that were like learning at the same time and they would come to me would all would all hop on a zoom and I'd be like oh this did this oh this did this oh this did this you know what I mean and I I'd like started just picking up things and then that's when I kind of was just like all right I quit my job and did everything like that <laughs> and, and was there was there like sorry first of all how many hours like were you putting on this a day for example so you're oh, doing 24 hours oh, in businesses how many when hours I was hours? working when I was working my jobs um I was straight up like waking up at four o'clock in the morning I was doing the uh, trading in the morning, going to my job, working one job, eat lunch, work out, go to my other job, come back and trade until midnight. I would sleep like four hours a day and then only on sleep on Sundays, really. Damn. I mean, I was I was a yeah. solid like seven, eight hours a day on the charts. And so when you didn't have the jobs, after you quit the jobs, what did that look like? As twenty four seven, right? It was just <laughs> there wasn't the a time. Thing. There was I was I was literally just looking at the charts. Like I was just staring at them all yeah. the time. Yeah, they were always up. Just jumping in here with a quick message from my sponsor, Sage Capital, who provide education, software, and tools needed to increase anyone's ability to trade more successfully. Perfect for people who are either still learning, too busy, or just want to use professional grade strategies to build passive income. They've achieved high returns with relatively low risk and are available for auto copying today. Go to sagecapital.co.uk and start auto trading today. And was there was there anything like with all these sort of, you know, this marketing, you've gone out there and marketed yourself to, to find other traders who are doing the same sort of thing and potentially, you know, you're sharing knowledge in that. Was there anything in there that you were like, like sort of blown away with and it was almost like, man, this guy's got the holy grail or anything like that? Or was it all just piecing things together? No, no one had the Holy Grail. Um, I don't believe anyone does. <laughs> there, I don't think there is a such thing. What The one thing that caught my attention was I would watch somebody, one of my like you know friends, they would use uh, Bollinger Bands and Divergence and they'd make money. Another of my friends would, would trade with the trend and they'd make money. Another friend would reverse, the, would go against the trend, trade reversals, and he'd make money. Mm. And then other people would trade breakouts, and they would make money. And then the next day, they would do the same thing and lose money. Right. <laughs> so for me, my objective was like, wow, there's so many ways that you can make money in this market. I need to learn them all. Right. And that's when I just started going in. And I'm, I mean, I have notebooks. I mean, I have everything just filled with things. Cool. And so, so how did you piece together your plan from all the notes you were taking? I mean, how did that come about? I mean, and filtering things out of it as well. 
Like my trading plan? Your trading plan and your strategy and, and that sort of thing. How did you come up with that? So I will be the first person to say I don't have a trading. I mean, I do to a, in a sense, but I don't really have a trading plan. You won't be the and first, I mate. Don't, trust me. And I don't have a, <laughs> and I don't have, I don't trade a strategy. Right. I don't believe in strategies. Okay. I don't think trading strategies work. That's just my take on it. They do for some people, that, but I don't think they work overall. Um, and it's just, it's just what I believe when it comes to it. And it's not that I don't have a plan. It's just, I've been in this for so long. I can look at a market and just be like, all right, this is what this is going to do. This is what this is going to do. If it does this, I do this. If it doesn't do that, then I don't mess with it. You know what I mean? So for me, it was just that repetitiveness of chart time, chart time, chart time, chart time. I did nothing but stay on the charts for hours and hours and hours and hours a day. I would wake up every morning and I would, I chose four pairs, four or five pairs. I don't remember exactly. And I would, I would write down the opening close and the, uh, the opening price and the closing price every single day, Monday through Friday. I did, I wrote down the times and then I would take, go back on the weekend and I would say, okay, it opened here on this day. It closed here on this day. And then it opened here, but closed here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why did it do that? And that was a big thing that kind of changed my my uh, trading perspective is just keeping track of everything. And so, so um, I mean, wait, did you did you keep a trading journal when you were doing your your, your actual trading? Not I, I I yes and no. My trading journal wasn't more of like the trades that I took. But it was more of what I was like looking, what I was seeing. Yep. I've always been the kind of guy to like write it down as I do it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump and build the plane on the way down, not plan it out before. Yep. <laughs> you know yep. what I mean? So, yep. so I would get into a trade, and I wouldn't really write it, but I would write down why I was getting into a trade or something like that, or what I saw in the markets, if that makes sense. Yeah. And and so was there a time when these you know the stars aligned and, and things started to progress like I I you started to become more consistently you know profitable. Oh, it happened so many times right. <laughs> so many times it happened so many times I, I remember said oh, I got the holy grail and uh, it happened so many times and um it's it's a hard one to to say like was there a time that it aligned and it, it did and it didn't you know what I mean there was times where I'd be like oh wow that really works and then I would just stick with it for a while until it didn't work and then I would, I would make good money I, w- I would so I'm gonna say that it, what really took it to the next level for me was years um it's a, it took years for me. It really did. I, I'm not going to be the first person to say I did it in two years. I did it in one year. I did it in six months. Mm. I didn't. Yeah. It was like four years for me. Um, and what was that really, um, that really that moment for me was when I did my $100 account. I started a $100 account at the beginning of the year and I traded nothing but a penny lot on it for the entire year. Right. <laughs> and when I did that at the end of the year, I had like 80 something percent growth. It was, it was pretty crazy. And that was at that moment I was like, damn, I might actually know what I'm doing. 
And it wasn't even like an actual trading moment. It was more of a looking back on what I did when I stayed focused and dedicated. It's like, damn, that, that, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, that is dedication. I seriously, I mean, trading a penny lot for a year is a very hard thing to do. And I had a guest on recently, um, uh, Justin Mueller, who said, who challenged people to trade a, a mini lot for a month. And I'm actually doing one right now. I don't know if you saw my YouTube video. I'm doing one right no. now. Are you doing a, yeah. a, what, what, a penny lot challenge? I'm, not, I'm, I'm giving away $50,000. Oh. Yeah. Oh, actually, oh, no, no, I saw a different one you said where you're giving away $300 in Bitcoin or something, but you're yeah. giving away 50 grand for... I'm giving away $50,000 yeah. to the person that has the best FX book for three months on a $100 account that can only trade a penny lot. Oh, really? That's awesome. Whoever has the best FX book. Yep. Okay. I'm going to give away 50 grand. And and who, and who how do you enter that? Just... Side note, it's, it's on YouTube. You just you just create a hundred dollar account and hook it up to my FX oh, book, right, yeah. document it, and send it to me. Okay. At the end of it's, it's, it, goes from April first to June thirtieth. Okay, so you got uh, so you got a okay. By the time this goes, I'll try and uh, we're going to be oh no, April's the next month, right? So we got an, yeah. we got got enough time. About a week and a half. Yeah, a week and a half. So by the time this goes live, guys, if you catch this at the start, I might bump this forward just so you got a chance to get it um <laughs> well i mean it, it, it's and it's not even like i i just want the fx book to be at least 30 35 45 days old so if you get in late you're fine ah, okay. just ha- just it doesn't matter just have a good fx book okay cool you know that's an awesome challenge because i think that's going to really bring out some some amazing traders out there um, it is and that was the whole point of it i made a whole video on it because that's what i did for me this yeah. is what happened this is what i did and I want to put this into people's, you know, mind and perspective that, hey, you might actually know what you're doing. You just might be losing money because of poor decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Not poor trades, poor decisions. Yeah. I can really sort of relate to what you said there around like, you know, how many times did you crack it? I mean, I like I thought at the beginning of this year, I'm like, I've cracked it. I mean, I had an amazing week, 80% win rate, <laughs> um, like account just grew exponentially. And by the end of it, I was like, I've done it could not be repeated <laughs> i'm like what the <laughs> hell happened anyway yeah. um so so uh so after that year of, of trading trading penny uh penny lots what what did you do how did the, how did you go okay right i think i've got consistency what happened next um i put more money in and i blew the account <laughs> i put more money in and i blew the account um and it was my like last straw it was like my I la- like now I wouldn't say my, it wasn't my last straw, but it was like up there. It was like okay, like I at that moment I realized I knew what to do on the charts. I didn't know what to do mentally. Right. Okay. And so we didn't know what to do mentally, it, and that was my biggest challenge. And what do you think was falling by the wayside mentally? Uh, I I don't think. I don't think I, man, I mean, that's a hard question. That's a good question. Good fucking question. <laughs> Sorry, I cuss a lot, by the way. Um, man, um, I just, I, I, I wanted to be successful faster than I could handle the success. It, it wasn't the charts that was kicking my ass when I was losing money. It was more of the... I would win five trades in a row, lose one, and blow the account on one trade. It, it was stuff okay. like that. 
And was that because you just were risking too much on that? Like you, one yeah, five it could have been like, oh. risk. It could have been risk too much or too attached to the money or holding the trades too long. It it, it was numerous things. Yeah. It was it wasn't that I knew what I was. It's not that I didn't know what I was doing. It's just that I mentally wasn't ready. Mentally wasn't prepared for the success that I can say now what was coming. I didn't know it was coming. I wasn't prepared for it. And so how did, how did things finally sort of flip around from, from blowing that account? So I pretty much went broke. <laughs> uh, pretty much went broke, slept in my car, everything along those lines. Got like pretty much kicked out, all that stuff. And I went to Texas and worked a job selling cars for like two weeks. And when I was selling the selling cars for like two weeks, I didn't know it was only two weeks at a time. Um, I made like two grand, like it was a little over two grand or something like that. And the first thing I did, I was like, this is my last time. This is my last time I'm doing this. I put half of that into an account and now don't get me wrong. Like I was pretty much homeless at this point. Like I was sleeping in my cars with friends, family, like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. just hopping around. So I should have not put money into the Forex market. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, and I did it. And this is, I'm about, this is like, I was 20, 21, 22, maybe. This is four years into the journey, four or five years into the four and a half years, something like that. And I ended up putting a thousand dollars into the account. And I said, you know what? I can always get a job again. Two grand for, you know, two weeks is not that much money to make. I can always get a job. So I quit the job and I turned that $1,000 account into like 14, 14 or 15 grand in really? one week. And how yeah. many, and what, in one week? One week. What? Yes. How did tell how did you do that? I had, I don't know. I, it, it was one of those things where I think I finally said, fuck it. I'm not afraid of losing any more money. Right. Yeah. And my, it just, and it clicked, man. And it hit and I went trade after trade after trade close the loss trade after trade after trade. And I just won, 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 won. And I ended up taking out like 10 grand and I had like five grand left over in the account. <clears throat> and, uh, and then I started slowing it down and I started taking smaller positions. Now that I had money in the account, smaller positions. And I was doing like, at that point, I was doing like a solid 50% a month. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's a lot of percentage, but the account was small. So 2,500 yeah. bucks a yeah. month is not that hard to make in the Forex market. So, so that's, that's probably, yeah, it's got to be the best story I've heard on the show in terms of <laughs> a trading journey. Um, yeah. that's crazy. So I mean, it actually reminds me of um, other stories I've, I've heard where people have literally got to rock bottom and it's the uh-huh. only way they've managed to get over the mental aspect of, of dealing with the the success the market can bring to you and i suppose when yeah. you've got nothing left it's it's the you got nothing to, to lose it. yeah exactly. apparently so apparently not too long ago like my dad um was actually on a podcast talking about me and um with my friend andy andy peters i don't know if you know him but he's he's, he's kind of making some hedgeway in the trading world he's more of a crypto trader um good dude but my dad was on a podcast with him and they were sitting there talking and he asked my dad, like, hey, when was the moment you knew that he was going to be successful? And my dad was like, 
when he completely hit rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> like when he didn't, when he had nothing. There, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was like, I saw it in him at that point. Yeah. And I was like, dope. Because he, I mean, my dad helped me, but he didn't. Like, which I'm glad he didn't. Like, he, I mean, don't get me wrong. If I would have called him and said, hey, I need food. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it would have yeah. been, there would have been, you know, money there. But I was too prideful at the time. Yeah, yeah. Until, so, but yeah, had to swallow that ego, hit that rock bottom. And in, the, in that week where you just, you know, you took that 1K and grew it to 14, 15K, I mean, at any point were you like sweating it and feeling like, hey man, Dude, I, what's I, going I, I on here? Cool. I, I was cool as a cucumber, man. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but man, I I knew it. I did. I at that from that point on, I knew it. I knew it was a wrap. I was like, this is it. This is my future. And and you'd so you'd had two. So you'd literally had two weeks, maybe even more, off trading completely when you're doing mm-hmm. the car sales job and so you come in afresh like and your brain's almost settled down and just gone yep. right here you go you know what to do just execute mm-hmm. unreal and all i was doing was scalping and then i started that and then and i honestly i started teaching that scalping what i was scalping how i was scalping i started yeah. teaching that and that kind of gave me some traction and i started making money from teaching people um I taught, I think I was right around a few hundred students, like two, 300 students. Um, I taught them how, what, what I was doing at the time. And, and then it just kept growing and growing and growing from there. And so you're still doing that same approach that you've got now or that no. you had back then? No, no. And, and why I've, is that? I've, I've learned. Yeah. I, I've just learned so much. And is that just through through looking at what you're doing and evolving or or some other means? It's just evolving. It's evolving. I, I can, I used to need, like, let's say I, I used to need fibs. I don't need fibs anymore. Um, I used to need, used to need, you know, RSI to detect things. Don't anymore. Um, I can look at a NECA chart now. And it's just because my my brain is programmed so much. Like I'm actually looking at the charts over here at the same time as I'm looking at this. Yeah. And it's just crazy to think like I use them because they're there and that's what they're meant for. But I don't need them anymore. It's just it's just evolving as a trader. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's yeah. Awesome. Awesome story to to get um to get us into the show. So uh so do you want to talk us through like your, your trading sort of metrics now so what do the stats look like like how often are you trading let's go with how often are you trading like is it a few how often do i trade yeah it really depends um i have multiple accounts for different things um like i have one account that i use for scalping because every once in a while i'll get bored and want to try and do something ridiculous on us 30 I don't know why, but I do. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I have other accounts where it's an intraday where I only take the hour out the four hour time frame. And then I have another account that is like a swing trading. And that's my main account. That's like my main account where I'm laser focused on this account. My main account, I take maybe five trades a month. Maybe. And, and when, if you're scalping, I mean, how many trades a day are you going to take if you're scalping? uh anywhere from 10 to 20 right and an intraday will probably be about 10 a week and what about uh win rates on these different accounts um my my big account 
my big account that I swing trade on, I'm about a 90% trader. Uh, I nine out of 10, probably even a little higher than that. Nine out of 10 trades I'm winning. Um, and I have a very, very intricate way, like a very detailed way that I approach the market when it comes to that. Um, and then, cause even when I lose, I win. So I have a very, very <laughs> intricate like way of approaching the market. Yeah. Um, and then my scalping, my problem with scalping right now is it's usually I'm trading a smaller account. So I'll go from like 10 grand to a hundred grand in like a week or two. And then I'll go crazy and lose most of it. Right. So, um, so like, it's not the win rate. <laughs> it's the emotions behind that. Like, you know, trying to, cause my, my goal is to flip an account from 10 grand to a million. Right. Like that is my goal yep. is to do it. And I get like, so yeah, so that happens sometimes. And then my intraday, I'm about a 70% trader on my intraday trading. But the great thing about my intraday is I actually shared quite a few of the charts on my Instagram this week. Um, my intraday, my stop loss is like, it's like I have like a six to one R to R. Right. So if I lose one trade, like I could lose three trades and win one trade hmm. and it makes up for all of those. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. And so so you're swing trading, what's the R on those? Like what is the what? That the R the R to R on your swing trades. Oh, R to R on those. Usually about two to one, three to one. And um and scalping? Mm, it's probably usually about one to one. Okay. Cool. And um, what time frames are you looking at when you're analyzing the chart? Um, my favorite is the daily. Right. I love the daily um, when I'm swing trading. Daily is my favorite. The hour is really good for my intraday strategy. The hour to the four hour. Four hour is a little too much, but the hour is like that perfect groove. Um, and then when I'm scalping, I look at everything below the 30 minute. And um, and, there, and I trade very, three very different strategies. Uh, Scalping is completely different than intraday, and intraday is completely different than swing trading. They are three very different strategies. Wow, cool. And um, and what, what markets are you trading these on? Uh, I scalping is pretty much only US thirty. Right. I only scalp US thirty. Um, and I swing trade and intraday trade any pair doesn't matter doesn't matter the time doesn't matter the time doesn't matter the pair doesn't matter none of that and why do you only scalp us 30 it's just the funnest okay <laughs> it's just it, it moves the fastest yeah. i mean I, i'll occasionally scalp bitcoin um but that's very rare because it's such a trending market so us 30 is as uh, that's my that's my scalping. And so Bitcoin, scalping Bitcoin, how do you do that with the widespreads that most brokers offer? This I've always been sort of intrigued as that because I sort of see it as a very much a swing. Well, because, market. I mean, it moves so fast that if you have the proper leverage and the proper risk, you can get in, like, at a good spot and catch a good drop. Okay, cool. And, um, okay, sweet. So so uh, if you... Um, if you had to uh, 
sort of walk us through your typical trading day what does that look like um my typical day <laughs> I, I mean on sunday is when i typically i will pull up my phone and i will i'll actually show you i guess um i will just go through and mark up every chart every chart that i see anything that i see anything on um i lay in my bed sunday morning and that's what i do um for all of my charts now scalping i'll come in in the morning and I'll sit at my desk for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour. But typically my intraday trading is all done from my phone on Sunday morning. And I'm out of my trades by the weekend. And then my swing trading is all from TradingView on my computer. And have you got, how many screens have you got? I have a TV. Um, I have another monitor. And then I have my Mac. And then I have another monitor there. So I do MT4 or MT5 on this computer, which is also hooked up to this computer. Yep. And then the middle, I have TradingView, which is my Mac. And what's on the TV, just like news and stuff? I will sometimes just connect my um, phone to it so I can watch. Because I like the way that the phone allows you to not look at so much. Okay. Sometimes if you're looking at a big screen, you can get drowned out by too much, too far back, yep. too much stuff going on. So I like that and a phone allows me to only look at this much sometimes. Cool. It's awesome. Yeah, it's interesting to to, to get a, an idea of people's setups. Like some people just trade from their phone only and others have got quite an intricate setup. Mm -hmm. So that's fantastic. Um, okay, so what I want to jump back into is you said you lose. Uh, when you lose, you win. How the hell do you do that? So very the, very, the way that I trade, um, my swing trading is... I am a trend trader. So I am literally, I, I catch the pullbacks. If the market is trending up, I'm looking to buy the pullbacks. Okay. And the only time I lose is because I have like, you know, confidence and like nerves of steel, I guess. Like I can hold a trade. Like I hold trades for, I mean, I have a, I have an 800 pip profit floating trade. Like I hold trades for hundreds to thousands of pips. Like right. that's, nothing for me and so the way i trade is i catch these pullbacks and let's say the market doesn't necessarily pull back so let's say we're in an uptrend right yeah. and the market comes up and then it pulls back and i'm in say a buy here right yeah. but let's say it keeps going down well what i do is i have a sell stop to where my stop loss is for my buy yeah and um, so let's say it breaks the structure. I have a sell stop that is three times the position of my original buy. Right. And I take profit on that. So when I lose a trade, I, I, it's hedging. It's yeah. hedging. But yeah. if you know how to properly hedge, you can do it right. Yeah. So I'll just have like a sell stop. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a lot more intricate than yeah. just that. So it's sort of but, like a, the break of a trend. You know the trend's broken now, so therefore the chance of your sell stop working out is going to be much greater than not much working greater. out. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Um, very simple. It's very simple stuff. I, I taught a little bit about it on YouTube coming out, and it's very simple stuff, and that's just what I do. So, I mean, it, it works for me. Yeah. I'm not here to say my trading strategy is perfect or, or the holy grail, but it works for me, so... I could give two shits. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's it. I mean, the irony is right. Like a lot of guys who are 
making a lot of money out of this actually have found something that works for them and there'll be a lot of naysayers out there going, oh yeah, but hedging doesn't work or oh yeah, but you need to have a stop loss or something like this. But then these guys are churning out, you know, thousands and thousands or tens of thousands of dollars every month or, or even shorter term, term time frames than that. So it's like, what do you want to be? I suppose it comes back to that saying of, do you want to be right or do you want to be rich? And yeah. so there's a lot of people out there that are, are in the chats and in the comment sections going, hey, that's not the right way to do it. Well, do you want to make some money or not? It's <laughs> there's, no, there's, no, there's no right way to trade Forex. Yeah, yeah. I can okay. tell you that right now. There's yeah. no right way to trade Forex. I know people that wake up and take one trade every day and they really don't know even like, I'm not going to say they don't know what they're doing, but like, they're like, yeah, I just take one trade a day. And then I wake up and I say, flip a coin, say I'm a buy or sell. <laughs> I mean, not really, but you know what I mean? Yeah. They're very like, they're very like, eh, it is what it is, but they make money. Yeah. I have friends that are 30% traders. They win 30% of the time they take a trade, but they're still profitable. Yeah. They're still making money. Yeah, it is. It's whatever works for you guys. Now, yeah. um, what, what do you think like made you different in the beginning? Uh, I think your story is very unique, and uh, I think there must be some sort of key things in there that made you has made you different from a lot of people out there who are still struggling with this. Uh, made me different in forex, or made me different in life. Uh, in in life, two that, very that, different that things. That, yeah, <laughs> it, different in life, but obviously, may, maybe yeah, that would have potentially impacted your your success in forex. I'm just, I mean, I mean, the people, the people that are successful in any way, they're just bred different. And I'm a firm believer in that. I'm just bred different. Like I am, my mind doesn't work the same way as 99% of the people in the world. It doesn't. I, I, I can't focus. I have ADD. I have anxiety. I can't sit still for more. I don't know. You've probably seen me doing this the entire time, moving back and forth. Yeah. I can't sit still. Um, like I, I'm just bred different. Like I have 17 different projects that I'm working on at one time. Half of them don't, people don't even know because I don't post anything on Instagram. Um, man, some people are just bred differently mm. yeah. and their mind is just differently. And I think the biggest thing along with that is dedication. I knew I was going to be here right now. They didn't know how, they didn't know when, but I knew yeah. I was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think I think that it tells from the story you told at the start where like, you know, um, you've got a very different, you don't have a, a systematic approach to trading or, a, or like a strategy as an ABCDE mm-hmm. You've got a yeah. you've got a completely different way of looking at things, um, which sort of yeah. ties back to what you've just said now, which is like you know you've got a different mindset to a lot of the a lot of people out there. So so what do you recommend for somebody who doesn't have that mindset, like who hasn't been bred like you and and hasn't got that way of thinking and can't deal with seventeen projects on the go at one time? What would you what would you say to them? Consistency, like if it's for trading, chart time. Specifically, if, if you want your, your my advice to become a better trader, every moment that you're awake and that you possibly can, you should have a chart in front of you. And you should eventually convince yourself that you know what the hell is happening. <laughs> like dedication 
and commitment and teaching yourself how to be patient and staring at charts. I, to this day, still look at my charts for three to five hours a day. Now it's on my phone majority of the time, but like, I still like, I lay in bed and I scroll through charts. I have to look at charts because the market's evolving. People are getting smarter. Too many people are making money from Forex. So, it's so going to change. So, so what, what would you recommend somebody focus on when they're looking at a chart? I don't think it matters. I don't, and I'm not going to be the person to tell somebody you should focus on trend lines or you should focus on harmonics or you should focus on divergence or, um, you know, order blocks. I don't, you know, if you, if you should focus on continuation, your liquidity zones, structure, I'm not going to be the person to tell you that because I'm going to tell you one thing. They all work and they all don't work. They don't. They do when they don't. They, they work for some people and they don't work for other people. You need to figure out as a trader what's going to fit you and how you do it. So you should look at the charts and say, oh, it did this. Why did it do that? Go back two days later. Oh, I think this is going to do this. Let me see why experiment if you're in if you're in sales go open up another account and be in buys in the other account maybe you can figure that out you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's so many different tools that you can use trading is 50 50 at the end of the day it's 50 50 cool so the better odds than a casino yeah yeah <laughs> exactly well zero sum game is what people have, have said in the past so what do you what do you um you mentioned earlier on, you said, you know, you think somebody else who wasn't bred like you, maybe if they had consistency, they would be, you know, be able to crack the market. What about, um, do you have any like sort of, well, could you come up with any mindset tricks or hacks or something that will help someone become more consistent or or even just some other sort of uh, mindset type of gimmick that somebody could implement to, to get them more, uh, give them more of a chance? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I would do number one, make sure you look at the charts every day. That's the most important when it comes to Forex. Um, I'm, uh, you'll hear me say it 105,000 times. Look at the charts. That's the biggest thing. Convince yourself. You know, like I talk about mindset. My YouTube is about mindset. Like I talk about how money's not real. I talk about all of the other stuff like that because you have to trick yourself into believing. I mean, our, our entire world and system is literally just pushing us down to not be successful, you know, and you have to convince yourself that you already are. So when you want to be consistent, you know, every chance that you get, do something to become more. Tell yourself that, you know, I w- I'm going to be more consistent. I am more consistent. Um, you know, I'm, I'm all in the mindset, man. <laughs> that's me. That's That's what I believe in. I don't believe that there's a holy grail to Forex that's going to make someone better. I believe it's in here. And, and thinking about um, a retail trader, I mean, if you had to say say to somebody, hey, look, this is the next, for the next month, master this, what would it be? Um, controlling your losses. If I'm talking purely Forex, mm. controlling your losses. That's why I got good at hedging, because I hated losing. <laughs> I hate losing. I, I hate losing at anything. I'm so competitive. Yeah. I hate losing. 
So I had to come up with a way that even when I lose, I win. Right. Yep. Control your losses. A lot of people will come to me and say, man, I'm, I'm, I'm an 80% trader, but I'm blowing accounts. How the hell are you an 80% trader blowing accounts? Do you have a MyFX book? They'll send it to me. Damn sure they're an 80% trader blowing an account. And I'm like, what the hell? They're like, well, I'll win 10 trades in a row and then lose one. And I blow the account on the one. And I'm like, well, why? Because I held the trade for, I didn't have a stop loss. I moved by stop loss. I just held the trade. Accept those losses. Hmm. Accept those losses. Losses aren't bad. It's uh, that, and it is that thing, isn't it? Like, especially if you do eighty percent, you're not used to losing, so therefore a loss, you don't want to accept that loss. You hate it. Uh, the better trader you are, the worst, the worst trader you can. The the better trader you are, the worst trading experience you can have. Yeah. Right. So we we're, we're going to wrap up the show with a quick fire round here. So, um, how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Four and a half, five years. What's your favorite entry setup? Ooh, I love order blocks and liquidity zones. What strategies do you use to exit or manage trades that are running? Uh, I don't move my stop loss and I don't move my take profit. <laughs> I just don't. I, and I get in the trade and I let it do its thing. Okay. I, I, I turn my computer off. Uh, do, do you have a recommended trading book or resource? No, never read a trading book in my life. What's your preferred broker and trading platform? Yeah, I don't recommend any brokers. You have to find which one fits you. Uh, walk us through your worst ever trade. Uh, what, repeat that. Uh, walk us through your worst ever trade. Ooh, ooh, that one was bad. Um, <laughs> I got drunk and was in a lot of lots on us 30 now i'm not gonna say it wasn't as bad as it sounds um but because i flipped a hundred thousand dollar account to seven hundred and eighty thousand dollars in one month what but i was in us 30 and i will and i was drunk and i said this is gonna sell and i hit sell on five standards or ten standards and didn't put my take profit in because I was drunk. And I woke up to like $512,000 and a loss count blown. Well, it wasn't blown. It was margin out. Yeah. Oh, so right. basically yeah. account blown. Yep. Yep. Damn. Um, yeah, that was rough. That was a rough. <laughs> that, was, that was a expensive night out. Um, yeah. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? Mm, one piece of advice would be stay true to you stay consistent um i'm gonna relate this to forex since this is forex um stay consistent learn your craft and what fits you um there's no such thing as a good or bad mentor i'm gonna say they're just as important as it is to learn what to do it's also important to learn what not to do Learning what not to do is really important because you can see if that fits you or not. Because I'm going to tell you, I don't think any mentor is going to give you the perfect strategy. You're going to have to turn it and bend it to you and how you see the markets because everyone sees it differently. But there's a million ways to make a million dollars in this market. So stay consistent and chart time. (laughs) Look at them charts every day. 
Brilliant. Well, look, uh, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the traders to get hold of you? Uh, Instagram um, will be underscore Anthony's world underscore again, or YouTube will be just Anthony's world. Well, look, uh, a big thank you to Anthony for sharing with us today. Everything we've discussed here, along with all the links, are in the show notes. To find them, simply search for Anthony in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, folks, interview with Anthony done and dusted. Hope you enjoyed it as much as I did recording it. Now, if you do want to see a bit more about how this guy trades, which I was desperate to see at the end of the interview, uh, then please head over to the YouTube channel or go to Trading Nut, find the button that goes to YouTube, or even just find Anthony in the show notes, and you'll find his videos there. Guys, see how he enters the trade. See how he places his stop loss, take profits, and what happens when his trade goes wrong all there in this awesome, awesome video. Do remember, merch coming out very soon, along with a new logo, so look out for that. Uh, we've got the Robot Builders Club. You've got to come to me direct, cam at tradingnut.com for the time being to get on board uh, whilst we're still taking members. And also the Trader vs. Trader Final and Trader vs. Trader Season 3. If you want to take part in that, then head over there to Trading Nut. Find challenges in the top link. Find the button on the page and fill in that form, and we'll see if we can get you on a future episode. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you in the next one.